Warning, this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature and some coarse language. What you're about to hear may shock, surprise, and titillate. Be advised that today's episode has no trigger warnings. Hooray! You're about to journey through a history of horniness, an index of intimacy, a journal of joyful abandon, a kaleidoscope of kink, a library of lust, a miscellany... (laughs) And stop there. Okay. We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, We will be opening the dictionary in three, two, one... Okay, so welcome to our 12th episode. That was some quick <gasps> That was head, head some, maths. Some, some quick going through the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You didn't even use your fingers. I'm I didn't. So proud. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as uh, regular listeners will know, our mm-hmm. very first item on the agenda is uh, to go through the dictionary game. Yes. <laughs> so I remembered the name. Yeah, I know. that's it. We've the dictionary game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so we get five minutes. Uh, Jacinta mm-hmm. and I both have four stories to tell. Yep. And uh, as always, uh, there will be a bit of music uh, for the last half minute or so. And if we run out of time, we run out of time. And uh, too bad, so sad. <laughs> Uh, and they're all L-themed things, of course. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I always forget yes, to say that Yes, that's important. We will begin with today's letter, which is L. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, uh, I suppose without further ado, mm-hmm. uh, I always say that. That's my little catchphrase. Without, further, without ado. further ado. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting tired and old. Uh, Jacinta, you're going first. Oh, okay. So, L is for Lincoln. Uh, so, I okay. went on a date to see the film Lincoln, um, and... <laughs> I will forever now associate Lincoln with um, a packet of Haribo kind of between my legs <laughs> and it rustling against my vulva <laughs> every time he put his fingers in to pull out a Haribo and he would always take out two at once and eat one and then feed me the other one and I would feel his fingers against my lips oh. and then sort of suck them a little bit oh. um, and it made a, a very boring film somewhat more interesting. <laughs> Exceptionally erotic. It was very erotic. Yes. It was great. At yeah. least you were in an environment that you could be distracted in. So that's fine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to miss anything there. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. No. Yeah. <laughs> so L is for libido. Uh, so some of you might remember my D story. Uh, this is not a very happy story. There's a double penetration mm. guy from episode D. Um, the negative stuff of that to one side. Uh, mm. Actually, that night, the two of us had sex uh, five more times. Oh I know. Um, and he sort of kept waking me up with his hands or his lips. Uh-huh. And he literally made love to me. Like, yeah. it's fitting for this episode, I would say. It's quite, it was loving sex. Yeah. Um, because some sex is like make love sex. Some sex is like fucking fuck sex. you sex. <laughs> yeah. Some sex is like fuck me sex. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, so this was definitely like make love. Oh. Uh, very, oh my God, it was so erotic. Oh, uh, wow. I can't, I can't yeah. Oh, and so many times. It's well. a shame that, that those two memories are linked in that way. But I know, yes. I know, but it's, it's complex. Isn't what it? happens? Yeah, yeah. It's what happens. Um, okay, L is for lollipop. Um, okay. So uh, when, when I was um, at school, before most of us had had any sexual experience, there was uh-huh. one person in our friendship group who um, who had given a blowjob. Right. And I just remember uh, we were sitting on the sofa, and one of our friends being like, um, "Can you like how do you do it?" And then she had a lollipop, and she was like, "Show me." All this. <laughs> And she's like, is it like this? And she's like putting her tongue suggestively around this lollipop. And my friend who'd actually given the blowjob being like, please stop. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you. First of, all, first of all, I don't want to do this. is so embarrassing. But also stop yeah. embarrassing yourself. Yes, exactly. Also, nothing like sucking a lollipop. 
It really is not. I know, yeah. yeah. Um, L is for liturgical linkage. Ooh. Double L there, I know. Yes. Um, so speaking of uh, the guy that I just uh, mentioned yes. from the D episode, yeah. um, uh, my, and also my first time ever who I've mentioned about the guy who scratched and was a bit of dragony. Yes. Um, hilariously, both of them are both now Catholic priests. Are you serious? I am serious. Yeah. Oh um, so, and also, of course, I just wanted to say, because it's just funny that, of course, the things that we did together are far from <sighs> of the order of a priesthood. So, yes. um, wow. I mean, unless you count porn, because, of course, there's loads of priest porn. <laughs> but yeah, porn, anyway, yeah. yes. I can't believe that. That's quite liturgical. <laughs> I mean, do I turn them? I don't understand. Do I just, I'm just so good, I point them towards God. Right? <laughs> it's like, I've seen God. <laughs> I will never have such a spiritual experience again. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, right, sorry. Um, L is for uh, late. So um I was once on my way out to a date a few yeah. years ago and I and I just sort of went into the sitting room, my housemate was watching TV and I was like, I'm just going to a date and she was like, Okay, cool. And then I saw what she was watching and it was the mummy oh. and I was like this looks like a great film. So I just sat and watched ah. the rest of the film. And then I spent like another half an hour trying to make my fringe look exactly like Rachel <laughs> in that film. And um, and I was like about 45 minutes late. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. So was like, <laughs> it was like clearly more important for me to look like Rachel Wife. Definitely, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, my L is kind of also for late. It's for late comer because I'm a late comer. Haha. So most men uh, come very quickly, and I'm in a kind of minority who do not. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a bit of a problem. I've had guys who like they don't want to sleep with me anymore because of that, and mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of ruined sex. Sometimes I think. Um, I think it needs to be talked about at some point, um, yes. but I wanted to just give a shout out at this moment uh, before we go any further in the podcast mm-hmm. to all the guys like me out there. Uh, you're not alone and hopefully I'm not either. No, you're definitely not. Yeah. yeah and I, and that's really good. Let's validate the latecomers. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There we go. Good. Thank you. Yes. Over to you. <laughs> um, okay. L is for lips. Mm. So um, I... Uh, used to be very self-conscious about my lips. Yeah. I don't know why. I see them too big, too sticky outy. I don't know. And um, oh, we're out of time. Okay. Um, and basically, I I really didn't like them until a man told me they were really sexy while we were kissing, <laughs> and I've loved them ever since. And that is true. And I'm sorry. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh my god. L is for lacrimator, which is a great Ooh. word. And I quite like deep throating, but other than like suppressing the urge to gag, one of the other reflexes is, is to cry. Um, and I can't do anything about that. I can oh, stop god. gagging, but I can't stop crying. So after going down on someone for more than like a minute or so, I have to like quickly. Suckly wipe the tears away, oh. even though I've really liked it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I thought if I have an amazing orgasm, I sometimes cry, and then my partner's like, Oh, you're crying, and I'm like, No, it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this episode of An A to Z of Sex with Men where I, Raphael, and I, Jacinta, explore the intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males. Based on personal experience and extensive research. From anal sex to zipless fucks. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love. Love. Love is all you need. (laughs) Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter l and today l is for love love Love, in case you didn't get that (laughs) love you've said the word enough times by this point if you haven't got it
I have actually done extensive research on that. Oh, amazing. Um, albeit when I was 16 for a public speaking competition at okay. school. <laughs> but our team won. So okay, that's well, telling you yes. how extensive it was. Yes. Um, I wanted to talk a bit about the fact that in the English language, love, the word, encompasses a lot of different concepts. Yes. Albeit possibly related concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I turned to the ancient Greeks mm. <laughs> who uh, went into it in a bit more detail. Yes. Um, and so... Depending where you look, there are four to eight yes. different types of love that the ancient Greeks yes. had. Um, and I, when I studied this at yes. school, I only have ever come across four. Right. So the extra four are going to be exciting for me to learn about. Exactly. Um, I'm pretty sure when I did my public speaking competition as well, there were only four. So yeah, the, the, the other four have emerged in the past. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've been un- unearthed from in the past decade, uh, yeah. ancient Greece. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, exactly. <laughs> so, right. Number one, we have eros or eros. Eros or eros. Yes. So erotic love. Eros erotic love this is um, sexual passion and desire Mm. lust Mm -hmm. it's intense Um, it arouses romantic and sexual feelings Mm -hmm. Uh, it also burns out quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, so a relationship cannot survive on eros alone yes okay Uh, so this is an interesting one for me as well just to just to pick up on quickly Mm -hmm. we often talk about um, flash in the pan kind of love Mm -hmm. and things dying off after time question do you think um, that it, it comes comes and goes so it can I, return? I think it could. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I think it's more the thing of like, you can't be feeling passionately lustful all the time. Yes. So you need something else to make something last. Yeah. But you can definitely feel passionately lustful. In waves. In waves, yes. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Um, it's like a wave that, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's a wave of like, whoa. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. can't resist For this. A pelvic thrust wave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. On. So uh, number two, we have philia. Which mm-hmm. is a uh, friendship love. So um, this is apparently free from physical attractions. Mm-hmm. And the important thing about this is you can feel very deep love without needing the sexual or physical yes. aspect. Um, as a loyalty and camaraderie are associated yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, number three, we have storge, mm-hmm. um, which you understood to be the love of things, but it says here family love. So things I think it's places, kind of things and, and places. I think the idea is that it's kind of. Yeah, it's it's very like yeah, familiar stuff. Familiar, familiar stuff. stuff. Familiar yeah, yeah, yeah. things. People or things. Exactly. And or quite places. interestingly, it says you can feel this for family, family, friends, family, homes, anything. Um, but uh, interestingly, it can also be an obstacle in later life because mm. it can kind of uh, uh, the the familiar love you feel for these people and places can clash with who you are in your adult life. Right. If you don't quite. You know, we all have issues with our families. Yeah. <laughs> also, also with like things and places, like when if a relationship ends for any kind mm-hmm, of relationship, doesn't matter mm-hmm. what kind of relationship is, that those things then become I always call them like haunted. Yes. Like when you walk around, you know, when you like yeah. you had like a really passionate, intense thing with somebody, yeah. like, and then you walk around that place, mm-hmm. and you, you or you feel like you can't be around it because you see them everywhere, you, or you mm-hmm. feel their presence everywhere. Absolutely. It. You kind of have to go there and purge them out. You have to go there enough times to get yep. that sensation gone. So uh, Shepherd's Bush Westfields. Uh, I said goodbye to so many lovers. Oh my god. Excellent. I know. I was like, why does this keep happening at wow. Westfields? Anyway, um, okay. I had so- some traumatic experiences in North London, and most oh. of them happened in um, Crouch End around there. Really? So, I, I Crouch End always feels very like ghosty, haunty to me. Anyway, yeah, yes. that's a very good point. Okay, so number four is uh, Ludus, mm. which I like. This is playful. Love. Yes, Ludo, of course. Oh, the like, game. yeah, exactly. To play. Means to play. Yeah. yeah. So this is linked with Eros. It's quite sexy, mm. but it's um, more the sort of uh, the feeling of a fluttering heart, flirting, oh. teasing, feelings of euphoria. 
Yeah. So whereas Eros is much more the kind of like sex, yeah. I'd say Ludus is more the kind of excitement. the excitement. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And and I and I'm playing. Like I think um I certainly for me a, a good relationship has a lot of like laughter and yes. playfulness in it. So it's um, like a childishness, like almost like a childish anticipation. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, going to a party. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So number five mania. This is like obsessive love. Yeah. This can lead to um codependency, abusive relationships, stalking. That's that never kind of good. Thing. Is it mania? No. <laughs> Susceptible um, to it nonetheless. But yeah. Absolutely. We all are. Um. Number six pragma. I like mm-hmm. this one. I like pragma. Yes. It's pragma. Yes. This yeah. is an enduring love. Yes. So uh, it has aged, matured, and developed like over a time. Fine cheese. Like a fine cheese. <laughs> or wine. Or wine. <laughs> lovely. Um. So this um can be associated with long lasting um romantic relationships and also friendships mm-hmm. um and it takes some work yes <laughs> work to do yes. it's no flash in the pan yeah <laughs> it's got a g and an m in it so together like that it's got to take work Gm- it? Gm- <laughs> Gm- it's a serious word Gm- <laughs> and um and then we're nearly there for number seven philortia which okay. is self-love which i think is essentially oh, just like self-care that's super important really important yeah, yeah. and uh finally number eight agape uh, agape which is the selfless unconditional love and i think the love the beatles were singing about yes. in all you need is love indeed actually yeah. uh there's no um you know there's it's, it's love. giving yeah giving, giving. Yeah. exactly yeah. that's the one that i was taught at school because i went to a catholic school yes indeed so agape was the in quotes christian love yes although uh, although christians weren't around when agape yeah, was exactly. invented they don't have, own the monopoly on Agape. <laughs> exactly. We can all feel yes, Agape. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah. So that is the um, the eight kinds of ancient Greek love, which that was I just thought, edifying. I thought exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think it might make our um, conversations later on in the show a little bit more um, a bit more of a framework. Yes. For, for different. We can refer to things. Yes. Absolutely. Exactly. So I hope that's helped everybody out there. Definitely. Um, and also, great. as you said, yeah. like at the beginning of that, like we have uh, one word really. Yeah. Well, we we, say, we talk about love and lust. Potentially, we that's can talk true. about. Um, Eros is almost a lust. Yes, um, yes. But yeah. the rest of them, it's very hard. I mean, yeah. we, we, we'll talk about this later, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, the kind of difference between, I mean, I, I will say I love you to a friend, just as yeah. much as I will say I love you to a lover or a parent. Right. And th- those three just said, all of those three are completely different. Yeah. I've just identified Storge, Philia, and Agape. Yeah. Or Storge, Philia, and... Um, uh, uh, um, pragma? No. Pragma, maybe? Uh, maybe. Or, uh, combination, isn't or it's, it? It's a combination, problem. that's it's a combination. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So depending on the, the stage of love or whatever, like how in love we are and, mm-hmm. yeah, and so on. So, mm-hmm. gosh, it's... Uh... We've, we've already opened a Pandora's box of love. We here. have, and there's so much to discuss. Yes. I mean, it, it reminds me of like an RE lesson at school. Discussion. <laughs> Just a little bit, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so uh, I suppose, first first of all, what, what word did you think of oh, associated with love? Yes, excellent. So um, this one, I it just had to, there were so many words that came to mind. Yeah. I had to just go, right, gut reaction. What mm-hmm. is the word? And the word that came to mind was trust. Right. Which, is, which actually surprised me a little bit. That's I didn't expect to think of trust. Yeah. But then I think obviously, obviously it's a foundation. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, in terms of society and stuff, we we kind of prioritize uh, trust as the thing that love is based on as a foundation. Yes. Um, and I really wanted to be clear with this one because trust has again. You could talk about different meanings of trust. Mm-hmm. You could break that apart. We could mm-hmm. say that um, I trust uh, someone to uh, not lie to me. Yeah. Or you could say I trust that um, I trust someone with my life. I trust right. that you know they will take care of me and protect me from all like harm. Yeah. And to me, for love, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about is that that latter thing. So I yeah. protect me from harm, take care of me, mm-hmm. 
and also taking it further, like mm-hmm. expanding it beyond just trust, but then love is sort of, that's the foundation. But then you build, you use that to build on the idea that you're going to take me forwards in life mm-hmm. and you're going to support the things that I believe in and you're going to, uh, the so, wind beneath my wings a bit. Yeah, it's going to raise me up. You're not going to yes, put me down. Exactly. So like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a, a, I trust you to support me in my journey. <laughs> like, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than like, I trust you not to like, tell me little white lies. Because to be honest, I'd rather not be hurt. Mm-hmm by you telling me that I don't look fat in this or you know do you know what I mean like yeah. I'd rather just you yeah. gave me a little lie if it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah that's really interesting yeah. I, mean, I think okay everybody has to have secrets or not so secrets but things that they don't share with yeah. everybody and I think even in a romantic relationship you shouldn't feel like you have to share everything with each other so agree and, yeah. and actually I think it's important to have your private life outside of that as well but I, I think definitely for I suppose if it, I I would like to trust a partner that if it's something that's bothering them yes. or something that's affecting our relationship, that they would talk to me about yes. it. I think that's the thing. I don't want people to keep things from me if it's making the relationship worse. Exactly. But if it's not, then I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Also, like, it, there are some things that if you told them, it would actively damage the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that may not be the right thing. It may be that it, the truth is has the right time as well. And mm-hmm. you know, there are different things that... I would trust my partner to tell me things truthfully mm-hmm. and be honest with me when they feel that it's the right time to do so. Mm-hmm. I trust my partner to protect me. I trust my partner to take care of me yeah. and not do things against my interests. Yeah. Is but, yeah, that's, what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And I think, yes, yeah, I, I, I think it's important what you were saying about um, trusting someone not to like to support you and not put you down and make mm-hmm. things worse for you. Um, we've talked before on this podcast about how we don't, like the kind of relationships where people are mean to each other yes and i yeah i think for me that's something even in relationships that have been generally very nice if anyone says anything like even in the most tiniest bit undermining then that's really undermining yes. for me so i think what is important in my relationship right now in any relationship for me is that i can trust the person even if they know how to put me down mm. to not do that that's it isn't it yeah. so i think I can take a bit of teasing mm-hmm. when it is occasional and when it is not pushing the red buttons that I have. Yeah. Like there is teasing that I'm perfectly happy to be like, oh yeah, I know, I am yeah. a bit of a pedant. Yeah, you can yeah, make fun yeah, of me yeah. for that. Yeah. But like if um if you're attacking if you're constantly telling me that I'm old or ugly or something, yeah. I mean, that's funny maybe the half of the first time, but it's not really funny after that. <laughs> no, exactly. Kind of, I'd like you to say something contrary to that to re- reinforce the fact that you think that I'm exactly worthwhile hanging out with. Otherwise, why are you saying these things? I know. I think if anybody said to me that I was ugly, that I was in a relationship with, I would... I'd not. Just, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I remember once seeing, um, it was a man and a woman, and I remember the woman, it was like a night out, and the woman had made this like huge effort. She looked so great. Mm. And she'd obviously made an effort. Yeah. And then someone was like, oh, your girlfriend looks so great. How doesn't she look so great? And he was like... Oh, if I drink enough. Oh, wow. And I was like, you need to break up straight away. Nice. But I was just like, to be fair on her, she was like, how dare you? She did, she did react. She wasn't yeah. just like, oh. but I just thought that is awful. If I drink it, that isn't acceptable in no context. Yeah, exactly. I was like, just like. You would have to be like in a super close group of friends. You'd have to already have like a dynamic yes, between you. Yeah. Where you make, you act outwardly make fun of each other like that. Yeah. And how, who would want that? I know, I, I know, can't. I know. And anyway. I was like, to put your partner down like that, particularly when they know that, you know, they've like dressed up. Yeah, and like, anyway. that's a really ugly attitude, actually. Yeah, I'd say that what's, was what's your word? veering onto mania. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay, okay so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, right, yes, my word is beautiful. Uh, counterpoint uh, to ugly. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> so actually, yeah, l- last week, um, ugly for jealousy. Mm. This week, beautiful for love. Lovely. Um, so, I, yeah, again, I, I had quite a lot of words came to mind. I, yeah. I thought of, um, I actually asked my partner and he said, care 
caring. And I was like, that's such a great word. And then I was like, wait, I can't use that word. I thought potent. I think it's very powerful. Yeah, it is. Um, I thought joyful. Love can make me happy, but not all the time. Mm. So I ended up on beautiful because I think that no matter what I associate with love, whether it's, um, you know, happiness or tragedy or contentedness or or sadness or obsession. Yeah. I think there is a romantic beauty to all of them. Mm. And you can write about it and you can make songs about it. Yes. You can make beautiful art about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that's why I said beautiful. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I was trying to think of ways I could undermine your point, if you know what I mean. Like, no, I didn't <laughs> I mean like I was trying to. You. I just but, like, like, but, like, that's also... a thing to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're so ugly. No. <laughs> But like, um, you're not. You're beautiful. Um, Thank you. No, I, I did. I recognise that as a joke. No, no, I know. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, referencing a previous conversation. Yeah. I was like, uh, that was uh, the scenario where, yeah. where it was okay to say. It. Yes, exactly. Um, I, so, is it is love always beautiful? Because um, mm-hmm. there are times when you know I've like ugly cried, or, uh, or as I recall it, like about something that I, someone that I fell in love with, mm-hmm. or like it's been quite like some of the emotions or some of the thoughts that I mm-hmm. think are quite ugly. Um, Again, we go back to like jealousy. Jealousy is kind of intrinsically mm-hmm, linked mm-hmm. to some aspects of love, yeah. um, particularly the mania side. Yeah. Um, I don't think mania is very beautiful. Um, no. Okay. I don't know. I mean, but then again, if you flip it, you could say that mm-hmm. it, it, these the, the feelings are ugly, but when you take it in the round, mm-hmm. the thing is beautiful in and of itself. In yeah. the, your the emotions and the yeah. almost the, nothing quite feels so life giving mm-hmm. as the sensations of love. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so I think I'm thinking quite conceptually. Yes. So I think it's actually a thing of like, okay, the things that some aspects of love can make you do, I think can be very ugly. And I think the feelings that can then lead on to jealousy and feelings like that are not necessarily beautiful. But I think there's something about the sort of purity of the feeling that is beautiful in that even if you're feeling like devastated or angry or or furious, you know, angry and furious, same thing. But, um, (laughs) But it's like, it, there's something about that just that just like you haven't yet had had a chance to like try to dampen it down or push it down yeah. it hasn't changed into anything else or morphed into anything else it just is that pure feeling yeah i don't know i just think there's something and I, i'm speaking as an artist there's something <laughs> there's something beautiful about there's something that you can then channel into something yeah, creative definitely which i think more so than any other feeling i can think of love can create beauty yeah yes yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But you're right. I'm not saying all the feelings are super no. positive. But I'm, just like, I'm not saying like, it was just you must feel everything. <laughs> it was just a talking point. That's no, all. No, 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 no. I was just taking time. <laughs> just making conversation. Making conversation. Again. That's it. Just don't know. Yeah. come on, chill out. <laughs> so, okay, so I worked up about everything. <laughs> Stories? Is that what we're on to now? Um, Is it me? I think I think you can start with a story. <clears throat> yes, okay. I'd love to hear one. Okay, so uh, there was a guy, uh, I, I remember I mentioned him before, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do my very best not to talk about him in terms of location and <laughs> time period. Um, yeah. But, but nevertheless, it was a summer fling. And okay. um, I got with him uh, after we'd been like chatting online for a while. Um, he lived like within walking distance of me. Okay. And so um, I could very easily like very quickly get to his place Mm -hmm. so i met up with him once and then i um we had like such amazing 
sex. It was yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Like really like Eros was involved. Eros was, Eros was watching over us that day. Yes. Love or, it. Yeah. Or Cupid or whichever, whichever yep. other kind of Roman, Romano, mm. Greco-Roman, that's what I wanted. Oh. Um, kind of <laughs> deities were there. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it was very, very sexy. He was very like, he knew exactly what he wanted. I, mm. I remember some of the aspects of it really clearly. Like he, he had like a little hi-fi. Yeah. Like in the days when people had hi-fis. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next to his bed. And yeah. he put like, uh, he put Soka on the radio and I didn't know what Soka was. I he was like, he asked like, would you know, do you like Soka? And I was like, I don't know what Soka I don't is. Know. So he put Soka on and it's yeah. like a kind of, um, it's quite close to Calypso. It's sort of in that okay. vein of like Caribbean okay. style music. Nice. Um, yeah. So we, we were like kissing, we were mm-hmm. on his bed. Oh my God. It was just, oh. oh, you know that feeling when you just think of it and you just, your groin sort of does a little oh. flutter. Um, and he, I remember he like, we were kissing and we were like, I was, we were like alternating who was on top of who. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point I was on top of him and he like, he, tapped his neck to be like just he just subtly was like I it was, he didn't say anything but it right, was like, right yeah yeah it said kiss me here right no. yeah um and it like oh it was so it was just so he knew what he wanted oh, and I knew what I wanted oh. and um he fucked me at one point I think we might have told the story of him at some point. This was—he was like um—he's one of the like mini poo stories from the Anor episode. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. And he was very cool about it. He was the guy who was really cool about right. it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, actually, his um, the shape of his penis was quite um, like the bell at the end, the bell end. Right. Was, yes. Um, yes. Was quite sort of mushroom domed away okay. from the shaft. Okay. So if you imagine putting a penis into an ass yes. and then pulling back you're going to pull stuff with you right, right. yeah you yeah, yeah visualize the shape if yeah. you don't want to necessarily visualize the axe i don't <laughs> but anyway that so yeah. anyway so he was very cool about it uh, anyway we we had dinner he made me dinner mm-hmm. he had like too much dill or something like that so he made this <laughs> meal with so much dill he had literally like fronds of dill it was insane <laughs> Um, I love that. Anyway, uh, and um, he loved. He was like a linguist, so he mm-hmm. loved talking about languages. I love languages, so we had like so much to talk about. Anyway, so then he was going out to Nepal for like six weeks, okay. two months, or something like that. And it was. I was so frustrated because I just met him, yeah. and um, I was like, oh no! But then you know, we're, yeah. I'm kind of falling for you already. Anyway, and he was like, he told me like when we the first time I left his house, he was like, oh, this sex was electric, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I know. Um, but anyway, so I came, I went back to see him again like a couple of days later just before uh-huh. he was leaving we had sex again i uh helped him so i stayed the night that time yeah and i um his, i know his housemate was apparently getting jealous because um <laughs> he was also gay yeah um, i don't know if they slept together i don't know okay but, um i know that um this guy uh was like would tell me like oh my housemate's like why do you keep seeing him like, oh saying things gosh. like that it's quite funny yeah <laughs> um anyway so i carried his luggage to um, the tube station, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't have anything to do today because I didn't have any jobs at the time. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, acting or just coming out of acting and doing tutoring and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. like for, for um, the company that you and I both worked for. Yes, um, <laughs> naming and, names. Naming names. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I, I ended up getting on the tube to, with him to like Heathrow. Oh, Not, but I didn't go all the way to Heathrow, and uh, we sat because it was so early in the morning. His mm-hmm. flight was really early. We'd st- we'd we slept a little bit. We'd stayed up like most of the night. Right. Yep. You know. Yep. And stayed up. <laughs> and um, we ha- we were on the tube, and I've never done this before because the carriage was empty. It was okay, like, you know, like yeah. five a.m. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were literally like kissing and groping oh, each other at like one wow. end of the tube. We had the whole carriage to ourselves, obviously. Oh wow! Um, and we were just like making out, and our uh, legs were all on over each other, and oh, oh hands, legs, and faces. Really, my sexy. god, so sexy. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes to Nepal. Yeah. Um, we chat online for a while, mm-hmm. and he sends me like 
couple of pictures of like uh, him there and yeah. um, there's like even I think there's somebody he sleeps with out there but I didn't realise at the time Okay. Um, he's like oh I've got a good view or something like that and he's got like a picture of and it's so blurry the photo yeah. I don't know whether it's another man a woman <laughs> I don't know what's going on <laughs> in the photo an it's so it's Nepal right yeah, yeah, could be a tiger I don't know um, so okay. anyway anyway he gets back from yeah. being away and he comes over to my house because he's mm-hmm. never been and uh, I end up cooking some for him we have sex again mm-hmm. and then I'm of course like completely deluded in like where I think the we are yeah um, having like sat, sat on my own with like very little at that time I had very few friends yeah yeah I didn't know what I was mm-hmm. you know I, you and I were friends at the time but yeah. um, I didn't like know anybody else no um <laughs> So, and I relied on you for like most of my social interactions, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so he, um, I said to him after mm-hmm. we'd had sex, I was like, um, oh, I really love the sex we have, it's really good. And he was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, do you think that we could be a thing at yeah, some point? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't know, I have to think about it. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then we went to, uh, this is like the ug- ugly cry sort of mm. thing, really. So we went to um, Brixton Smash and uh, I'd had like a bit of weed. It was the only time I've ever smoked weed. Have I said this in the podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, you have actually yeah. about this. In- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and this is where this story joins up with that. So yeah. he then told me that uh, he wasn't interested uh, in a relationship. And oh my God, I ugly cried outside of a bar um, oh. in Brixton. And he stayed around and comforted me and put me on a bus mm. and made sure I got home. Oh dear. But anyway, it turned into a nice friendship afterwards and um, that was it. Gosh, so it's interesting. So, so it was like for him... I've forgotten. Sorry. I've forgotten a moment. Sorry. <laughs> Tell us the moment. Tell us the moment. <laughs> uh, so one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up yeah. uh, was because he's the only guy yeah. that I wrote a love song for I see. on my guitar. Oh, wow. Because I bought this new 12-string guitar. Yeah. And while he was away for the six weeks, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend this time turning my obsession into creativity. Yes. And so I wrote a love song. Beautiful. Um, That's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I cringe when I look at this okay. now. It's pretty... But- it's cheesy. It's just cheesy. Well, you know, like, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. You know. Not you can't. Your first love song can't be the best no, love song true. that's ever been written, can true. it? So the fact they lower my all, expectations. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting. So for him, it seems like it was all about eros. Yes. Whereas for you, there was a bit more pragma slipping in or mania. Or may, possibly a bit of mania. I don't know. It was yeah. necessarily pragma. We didn't. I didn't try and build any foundations or put right. Work yeah. Into it. I yeah. just uh, spent like, the time <laughs> thinking of him a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Do you know, sorry, when he said, when he said, um, oh, I'll think about it. Yeah. It just reminded me of, um, there was a guy that I slept with when I was like 18 and we'd had like a really lovely flirty kissy moment, mm. like a few, a week or so before. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is definitely going to be a thing. And, um, and I think I was meant to be going home to Edinburgh for a bit and, and I like postponed it because yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. we're definitely going to end up dating. And then I messaged him being like, should we go for a walk or for like a drink sometime? Yeah. And then he messaged back being like, hmm, food for thought. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Cold, cold as ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. So yes, as soon as someone says anything about thinking or yes. thought, I'm like, mm, it's a no. That's it's no, no for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've learned no. that too. Yeah. And, and when he, I think I said this when he broke up with, uh, when he broke up with me, mm-hmm. but when he told me that it wasn't going to be a relationship, he, um, some of the things he said were quite 
they, to me they felt quite harsh and cruel mm-hmm. and it, unnecessary to hear at the time but probably he was trying to because i was in so many tears yeah, I, yeah. I blame the weed to be honest well that I probably contributed since, yeah. yeah um but he 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 said well first of all like he's actually more of a bottom than top and he fucked okay. me because he felt so passionate that time that he oh, wanted okay. to yeah and also then he sort of said things like you know i wasn't the body type that he normally goes for and stuff like that so oh, yeah um i'm just skinny there's nothing to me there's not nothing to me waving my hand i wanted to talk a little bit about the word the three little words oh, the three little words i love you Ooh, okay do you? i do so um the <laughs> first time i ever said i love you mm-hmm. To anybody who actually, I must have said it to friends or to like my parents, definitely. I yeah. Have. But the first time I said it in like a romantic way yes. was to my ex. Um, now we'd been dating, like we were like exclusively officially together for about a year by that point. A year. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd never said it. Wow. At first, I was like fine with it. I was like, you know, that's a, it's a big commitment saying I love you. Like mm. that's. Okay, but it got to a point where it started to kind of really distress me that we hadn't said it. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we are, like, before we'd officially agreed that we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I was like, whatever. But mm. this, but by the time we had, I was like, why have we not said I love you? <laughs> so then I would sort of start to say it, like, really quietly while we were, like, you know, in, like, some sort of passionate or intimate moment and be like, I love you. And he'd sort of pretend he hadn't heard. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so then eventually I just sort of broke into tears on the way home one day and I was like, and we've just never said I love you and I just like, oh, no. <laughs> right. And um and then anyway, you know, not to go too into his life because it's not really my place to tell, but sure. I think he had some kind of um bad experiences with the term I love you yeah. in that it was used manipulatively in yeah. a previous relationship. Um okay, so then I was like, look, I would never say it. I would never use it like that. Okay. So this one is starting to make me think the power those words have. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I think and it's made me very careful in the way i use them now yeah in that i really don't want to ever say i love you to anyone that i don't love yeah and i think that's like i think it can be said flippantly but i think it can also be said manipulatively which i think which detracts from the the beauty of yeah of course what the that intrinsically what love is um so anyway we did start saying i love you like infrequently but we did um and it, it meant so much but yeah, every time I think I've only ever said it to him and to my current partner in a in a you know relationship sense. And even when I say it to friends, I still feel like I love you. Mm. I do, and it, even like saying it is quite hard for me because it, yeah. the words feel so powerful. Yeah, they catch in your throat. Right, and there's yeah. a bit like you know, like I'm not religious, but you know, I don't know when when I grew up saying "Oh my God" was like a bad thing to yes, say. Yes, yeah. And even like hearing children say it in the playground now, part of me goes. Causing that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, almost yeah. like the thing of like they're just words it's not really that much power but yeah. they feel dangerous and powerful mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. like you know don't call in the lord's name in vain don't say i love you if it's not you know mean it like yeah. i don't know so um i yeah it's just it's just a really i've got a, a lot of feelings attached to those mm. words and i just think i don't know if you have any thoughts on like well the power of them <laughs> i they don't have know power not just because of you know the meaning behind them but also because of the perception and the recep- the, the different receptions that people have to hearing mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. so this is my view this is all my opinion obviously I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm talking like yeah. it's facts but it, and it is my opinion we are often afraid that uh, the person that we say I love you to mm-hmm. will respond negatively yeah. um, similar to uh, how your mm-hmm. ex did silence um, yeah <laughs> silence <laughs> is uh, not good um, 
also context is a thing mm-hmm. um so uh having saying i love you in a in a well in the you know in the throngs of passion mm-hmm. or throes of passion whatever the right thing is potentially the thongs of passion hashtag thongs of passion that's good and hashtag too much dill too much dill dough um sorry miles on the point um a lot of tangents in the throes I know Um, in the throes of passion yes I love you being said has I think less meaning than if it's said in the sober cold light of day when you are just um, you know if it were you and me sitting at the kitchen table and we were in a relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting here reading a book and I look up at you and go I love you that is one of the most powerful ways of saying I love you compared to the the penis in (laughs) orifice I love you that's a very (laughs) penis in orifice I love you Uh, is very different. I love, I love you. Um, yeah. Or, or obviously, the podcast is about age said of sex with men, mm-hmm. but obviously, we recognise that love exists outside of that context. Yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, however, that may manifest, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. then that too. Uh, but yes. Uh, so, I think the, the the point I'm making is that the 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 person, the fear of how the person's going to respond, mm-hmm. is part of that power. Not just, yep. we, are, we are not casting, there is a sense also that we're casting mm-hmm. a spell, mm-hmm. that by saying I love you, we are trying to put a rope or something, some magical rope around the two of us, yep. that therefore forever binds us in some sort of strange, yeah. uh, mystical yeah. thing. Yeah, it is, it is, it does feel like a binding yeah. of sorts, doesn't like a it? a ritual or something. Yeah, 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 the saying of the Yeah, the saying of the, of the words. Of the, the, the three words. Of the three when words. When shall we three words meet again? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you and we are tied together forever now. <laughs> there is no escape. Turning into sort of Bette Midler-esque levels of witchery here, but yes. Yeah, excellent, um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think yeah. it's, um, it's powerful. It is powerful. Yeah, so that was really my first was amusing on mm. the, the power of the words I love you yeah. and my difficulty with saying them. Yes. And my respect for them. Yes. My respect for those words. Yeah. Um, do you have a second story? I do have a second story. <laughs> um, my second story is uh, actually to do with my current situation. Okay. So um, obviously I have a husband and mm-hmm. I am very much in love with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really wanted to reflect and link mm-hmm. the, the kind of discussions that we're having around love yeah. with the podcast theme of sex. Yes. So and, and really reflect on sex without... Um, the specific kind of types of love. Mm-hmm. So, for example, obviously sex will involve eros, probably. Yes. Um, and otherwise, if it doesn't, then we're looking into uh, consensual issues. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, um, sex without pragma and sex without agape. Yeah. So sex without basically the kind of, not intellectual kinds of love, but mm-hmm. there's other kinds of intimacy that we were talking about, like linking back to the kind yes. of high episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and sex is obviously wildly different. And... Um, your body reacts differently mm-hmm. to stimuli and to the partner, I think. I yep. think strongly yep. in a love loving situation. Yep. So my um sex with my husband is very, 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 very different mm-hmm. to when I had sex with strangers. It yep. was it's wilder mm-hmm. and it's more it's fiery. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a loving sex mm-hmm. can be that. Yeah. And sometimes still is. Mm-hmm. But much like we said before where like the eros comes in waves mm-hmm. sometimes the sex is more just uh it's softer yeah. and it's mellower and it's it shapes like it's rounder or something yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's, it's it feels different and mm-hmm. the arousal is different yeah and there's a there's a different kind of naturalness to yeah. it it is softer softer it's yeah. definitely softer i agree i think that's a good word for it yeah yeah 
I mean, I don't want to, as I say, I don't, I don't really want to talk about the sex with my current mm-hmm. husband, as a current husband of the now, as, uh, as uh, merging two previous hashtags. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, it, I think it is important to recognise yeah. that I think some where, where relationships, some relationships fail early on is where mm-hmm. they are unable to convert yep. the erotic kind mm-hmm. of erosy sex mm-hmm. to the kind of okay, I'm now actually in love with you and I, I now mm-hmm. see you differently and therefore the sex has to be different. Mm-hmm. And there's a conversion. Yeah. There is a changeover in your head yeah. and how you have to kind of see that sex. Yeah. And again, I, I have to insist, it's not. it doesn't have to not be passionate. No, no, definitely but not. Yeah. I think you have to, almost part of the work for pragma mm-hmm. that you have to put into it mm-hmm. is whether that's finding the kinks that you share and exploring yeah. new, new ways of having yeah. sex or whether it's, um, like, for example, the role-playing side of things, yeah. which I know you've talked about before, yeah. um, of pretending to have just first met. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very yes. exciting. Yes. Or just um, reminding your, your your partner that there are things that you enjoy that maybe they haven't done for a yeah. while. Um, and maybe yeah. because you've got comfortable and you're kind of having sex in quite a uh, rhythmic, mechanical almost yeah. way, mm-hmm. because the closeness is kind of enough. Yeah. But actually, enough is enough. Is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough is not enough. Yeah, yeah. And actually you want... Some sparks. More. Again, no, sparks, yeah. More, yeah. yeah. So the Eros back in. Yeah, okay. So that's really interesting. So I think, okay, so I think when I, whenever there's like sexual union with a, with a, a stranger, a stranger, or like, you know, someone I don't, <laughs> someone I, mean, I don't know that well. You know them after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know them after that. <laughs> Pretty yeah. intimately. Um, yeah. So, or not intimately, as we talked about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. It's almost like the excitement of a sexual union is enough on its own. Yes. So often in those situations, it doesn't matter to me if we share the same kinks or not, if they're a top or a bottom. Like it doesn't, because all I really want is that sexual union. Yes. And then that turns me on and that's great. Yeah. Um, whereas in a more lasting relationship, mm-hmm. on the pragma stuff gets yeah. going. Yeah, pragma um, gets in the way. Yeah. Pragma gets <laughs> in the way, well. Um, it's well, more that's... like, I can't have that same feeling every time we have sex, but I can explore my sexuality with them yes and there can be more of a conversation and more of a journey around sex than everything else around the sex so like the cuddling afterwards Mm. and i would say like the the ludus the playfulness like then that comes into play whereas in a sort of wild encounter with someone i don't know that well someone i don't love yeah um it's much more like okay we had the sex and now we're i've never smoked a cigarette after sex but that's always the feeling like <laughs> yeah, and now, yeah, yeah, and now yeah, i'm yeah. lying back exhausted naked, and, yeah, naked cigarette. And just, totally, exactly totally, yes and there's like a sort of um romance and passion to it uh, but totally. it's not very french film romance very french yes. film romance yeah but it's not necessarily comfortable and loving yes actually yeah yeah so i think the eros is what gets you together but then there's actually so much more you can do from that point. Yeah. And in a loving, committed, long-term relationship, that's kind of when you can then explore that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I agree. I, something you said that made me think, so, I mean, I, I don't want to go into detail, but I think mm. it's probably fair to say of most relationships that struggle. the struggle of this mm-hmm. is something that you do go through. You're kind of like, there's a point at which each person realises mm-hmm. that um, the, the kind of sex you're having needs to change or mm-hmm. something needs to be, you need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I really was interested in what you said around the kind of the sex influencing the things around it. Mm-hmm. And I think that spreads quite far in the relationship. Yeah. Um, sex isn't always the centre of a relationship, but mm-hmm. it can very much it very much does have a it has an epicenter almost. Yes, it has a kind yeah. of impact, a rippling impact out on other yeah. areas. 
And if you stop certain other areas outside of the sex, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed that you have to remember to bring those back in to make the sex better. Yeah. So things that happen outside of the bedroom mm-hmm. can impact the sex in the bedroom. Definitely. But that doesn't happen in an eros-only no. world. No. You're only interested in the kind of the there and the then yes. and the now, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, and it doesn't matter that that person didn't do the dishes or didn't... Yes, exactly, um, yeah. Know, That's not... you haven't, you've had a, both had a bad day or something Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. You yeah. come together and it won't matter a fucking thick. Exactly. Whereas in a pragma or like agape kind of loving relationship yeah. that's like that kind of love yeah the things that happen in the wider relationship madly and directly impact absolutely that's really true and i'd say with, with my partner and i like we if we had the slightest disagreement or argument or uh, slightly upset each other yeah. in any way we're not the kind of people who can like fuck it angry out fuck. you know you yeah, can't yeah, angry yeah. Like, no, no no absolutely not no, no. and and i think for us it generally has to be like the, the circumstances have to be so like relaxed and loving yeah. and otherwise and I mean obviously like then within that we can come up with like a very erosy type role play but we have to be feeling very loving and intimate yes. for that to happen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never said this but I don't want to use up my stories mm. uh, but in a sense it's one of the reasons possibly why I haven't mentioned this yeah. the guy that I, I had sex with actually was this, around the same time I think it was mm. maybe why the, the while the guy with the six weeks he was in Nepal I think I was with this other guy for yeah. a bit and uh we had developed this very erotic relationship where I would go over his house. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I wasn't so obsessed with the Nepal guy that I didn't. <laughs> you didn't this go, other to... guy I'll go. Yeah, um, but he was aware we weren't in a relationship. So exactly. Um, he was obviously fucking mysterious, flurry blobs. <laughs> in Nepal. I don't know tigers, whatever they were. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, so um, but we had this very like mad kind of passiony mm-hmm. kind of uh, sex. And then one time, I don't know, I got angry at him. We, mm-hmm. I, I said I told him, no, I was talking to him. I was in the middle of talking. Mm-hmm. And we were like sort of half undressing, but I was making a point. And he was yeah. like pulling like t-shirts over my head and stuff like that. And I was still trying to talk. Yeah. And then finally we were like both basically naked. And he like took his dick out of his underwear. And then uh-huh. like I was still talking. And he put it in my mouth. <laughs> oh my and God. I got angry because I was like, I'm still talking. Yes. And I'm trying to tell you about how like I had a shit day or something like that. Oh my and he gosh. was like, fine then. And we both got really angry with each other and didn't have sex. And, and didn't- we stopped having we never had sex again right, that, okay. was where, that was the end of that and okay. that's really interesting because obviously yeah. at that point I was there for like maybe a bit of the friendship and like it was sex yeah. and to him there was a bit of sex but then maybe it was also starting to shift into the other thing where right. actually he needed we couldn't just angry fuck we couldn't just do no, that no no so yeah. something had triggered like switched off where we'd gone no you can't talk to that like that to me and you can't do that to me yeah. so this we is... are not in the, on the same page here nope. so the sex is now no longer is no longer on the table oh that's interesting so, so, so interesting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, was, that was based on what you said about the sort of angry fuck thing yes exactly um, and also yeah. the kind of the kinds of love that probably were, were on the table during that time yeah yeah well. exactly so the other the other thing you, uh, of, that you said that I thought was interesting was um the, the feelings of like being in a, in a loving relationship being in love with someone mm. and right for me I differentiate consciously or subconsciously between being in love with someone and loving someone yeah and for me i feel like when i was thinking about stories to tell for this podcast i was like oh my God, i've been in love loads of times and then i was like but did i love those people yeah which is interesting to me because like the number of times i've been like oh i'm in love but then do i love the person i'm in love with right that's always to me seemed like a bit of a different this they've they've seemed different to me see that's interesting yeah from my perspective what you've just said are two the same thing i just said the same so- thing and it's, it's exactly <laughs> yeah, why yeah. we went through the kind of the whole um, what are the different yeah. kinds of love in the Greek yeah. sense uh-huh. because we can't we the lo- the word love is far too fucking interchangeable yes. in English yeah. that I struggle to say when I say 
when you say in love and I love, yeah. I think they don't have a difference. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to yeah. me, I would say I love this yeah. person. And then I would say, and therefore I am in love with this person. Right. That is a, that is a, that, that is a okay. direct yeah, yeah. correlation. Yeah. Whereas I recognize that that's not always possible. Yeah. But sometimes it is true. Yeah. 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 Yes. Sorry. That's not always true, but it, but sometimes, sometimes it's true. true. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, so in being in love with someone, I associate very much with Eros. Okay. And a little bit with mania. Yeah. And I think maybe in some ways, um, this is uh, infatuation and being in love. Yeah can have a crossover but I don't think of them as the same thing okay and I also think that there's a little bit of mm, like filia friendship like it's not it's more than infatuation because it's actually a person I like spending time with yeah but I don't know if I'd necessarily want to like clip their toenails for them when they're <laughs> old <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh dear. So now we're getting into territories of I don't know whether I would do that for anybody. <laughs> well, okay, that's yeah, this is like bringing a whole different yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. in sickness and in health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so um so whereas loving someone, I associate again with okay, well there's obviously friendship love, but in a in a romantic relationship, I think definitely has to be Eros, Ludus, yeah. and then going into Pragma and Agape as well. And I think Pragma and Agape for me are important for loving someone, mm-hmm. but for being in love with someone, I don't know if I feel the same way about that. Yes. Also, we keep not talking about philia. Um, I yes. think like friendship is right. It is free from physical attraction. Mm-hmm. But does that, that doesn't mean it is always mutually exclusive from everything else. Well, that's it. Like, you can have like free from physical attraction-y kind of love yes. towards somebody that you are physically attracted to. Exactly. That's so. true. That is true. I yes. think that's it. Yeah. So you can have, you can be friends with the person that you're you in love, love with. with. Or, exactly. Or you love, whatever. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. 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 Yes, it. quite. Um, so since we are going way of time, I should do my second, second story. story. Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about my current situation as well. Great, great. Because, okay, so in terms of, I mean, I know that I love my partner. Yes. Because I've been with him for four years now. Mm. Oh my God. Um, yes. Yeah. So I suppose into my own personal experience of love this is something that I feel like should be talked about because yeah. you know so um what I associate with my relationship with my partner which has then now made me think that this is probably what love is for me okay is a feeling of contentment even if I'm not like feeling happy even if I'm feeling a bit frustrated even if I'm upset because I'm not happy all the time because that's impossible mm. but I'm always contented in this place that I'm in with him. Um, I also feel lucky. I feel really lucky. Sometimes I'm just there like, how am I so lucky to be with someone so great for me? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that feels like unreal almost. Like it's this sense of like, I sometimes feel like I'll wake up and it's not true because nothing should be this easy, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And it's not, you know, we do work. It's not always easy. Sometimes we do have like disagreements and it's horrible. But like the fact that like, I just feel so content with this one person feels... Unreal, so unreal yeah. and sometimes like if he's if like we live together now but before we lived together when i didn't see him i would sometimes be like did i just dream this I, is this really happening and i would say that to him sometimes i was like sometimes i feel like you don't exist and he's like what? <laughs> 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 like, it's okay yeah. i also it's the first time i've ever felt like i'm the right person for someone mm-hmm. so i think in every other relationship i've ever been in i've always felt like there's probably someone better for them okay yeah or there was one where I was like I only want you to be with me but I recognise I'm probably not very good for you right. kind of thing so that was more a mania type thing yeah. whereas this is like no I genuinely just feel like I'm the right person for you and th- and by the way just to change the language or not, or not change it but add to it mm-hmm. so someone better for them but therefore also someone better for you 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I because suppose... that makes it sound like you're not good enough for them, which is not. What no, you mean. no, that's not. But what I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just being clear. I'm just clarifying. to clarify. No, that's exactly. It. No, I'm not. I, I'm not putting myself down in that scenario. I am literally just like, yeah, you're right. Probably there yeah. are other. Or if one of us ends up being single, that's fine. Like if I if if you found someone better for you, yeah. and I ended up being single, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But I just don't feel like I'm the exact right person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's that. Okay, then um, sometimes I just feel this like deep love for him Mm -hmm. and then it makes me cry (laughs) because you just go you just go i love him so much and it just like hits you at me out of nowhere sometimes and i'm like i really love him Mm -hmm. and then that's kind of like and then it's just like really emotional and then also like leading on from that sometimes i feel afraid because i think this is so great so something bad is going to happen yeah (laughs) like and there's like a degree of guilt do i deserve this such a lovely relationship surely this can't last forever because Mm. no one can be this content. Mm. I don't know. So I think there's quite a lot of feelings wrapped up with that. And I used to be very sort of happily single. It like annoyed me that people always felt like they needed to be in a relationship. And I wanted really hard to to work against that so I could be like a role model or an example of someone who didn't need to be in a relationship. And now I'm in this really happy relationship and I'm like, I don't want to be that person who's, yeah. who makes people want to be in a relationship. But like, I don't know. So, so I've got some like complex feelings associated with that, with that. And, um, finally, I just wanted to say one of the, I think the love that I associate most with our relationship, going back to our ancient Greek love yes. is, um, Ludus. Cause I think we have a lot, we like play a lot. Like mm-hmm. we have a lot of like silly games. We laugh a lot. Yeah. We like uh, have so many, do so many like stupid things. Other people be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And that's, I can I can get quite serious and quite in my head. So having something that that just makes me like laugh and be silly yeah. feels like really important. That's lovely. Exactly. And yes, pragma. It's the first time I've really experienced pragma, I think. Yeah. Or a degree of pragma. Yeah. Yes. So there's three things, because you were very conclusive. With <laughs> Sorry, this is your amazing <laughs> notes that you had uh, to keep you sort of very yeah, exactly. uh, I was like, what? clear, which is something that I lacked in both of my stories, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I have to have more notes next time. Um, <laughs> there were three things I wanted to pick mm-hmm. up on, which I'm probably going to forget now, but we'll try. Um, the first one was, um, it's amazing that you have found something that makes you uh, feel something so deeply that mm-hmm. you cry. I think crying is, we, as I said before in the blowjob thing, um, like, I like I them, like cry- yeah. but crying can be positive yeah. it can be because you found something so incredibly beautiful yeah. comes back to your word mm-hmm. um, that uh, that it makes you cry and yeah. there, there are so many examples of this in like poems and you know mm-hmm. the people look back at sort of old uh, kind of philosophers or whatever mm-hmm. talking about things that are just so beautiful it brings people to tears yeah. and that's amazing so that is 100% love that yes. um, the second thing <laughs> I wanted to talk about was yep. um, that you you mentioned uh, the, the feeling of you don't, you don't quite believe it yes um there are i have a similar feeling which is a slightly different side of the coin Mm -hmm. where sometimes um, my husband will go for a walk or he'll go out Mm -hmm. and he's gone a little bit longer than he's supposed to go Mm -hmm. for and sometimes we've maybe had a fight or sometimes sometimes we have sometimes it's just he's just gone out right there's nothing wrong and those are the moments where i get and it, I've been, we've been together for seven years. Yeah, yeah. I get incredibly anxious that wow. something has happened. And if he's gone for like a particularly long time, yeah. or sometimes if he's just away for a week, like somewhere, yeah. or I'm away for a week, yeah. I will start to think that it was a an illusion or a wow. mirage. And, and I will be like, and I'll start to imagine that my life is completely, is like, is alone wow. and not with him. And 
it's amazing how quickly my brain sort of over-dramatizes it and makes it like a tragedy and yeah. it's like maybe he's not real maybe like you know what what if I've slipped in the most common one is like maybe what if I've slipped into a parallel universe where he doesn't exist wow yeah um, yeah and then I, I freak out and I feel awful yeah um, anyway it's just like it's evidence of how much he means to me yeah. and how much in love with him yeah. I am um, so I thought that was interesting yeah was a kind of no, that's related some, yeah and then the third thing was the Ludos point. Yes. So um, I think that my husband and I have the same, that's our, like, mm-hmm. up the playful thing is, yeah. like, the strongest part of our love for each other, yeah. in a way. Or the most, not the strongest, but, like, it's the most obvious sound in our melody of love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. that's it, isn't it? That, that's interesting. So we both find that the Ludus yeah. is maybe, like, the, to the fore of all yes. types of love in the relationship. Yeah. Just shows people need to have fun. Yeah, we need to have fun. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and just quickly, just, um, I guess I should probably link it to sex as well, since yeah, this go. is a podcast yeah. about sex. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, definitely, in terms of um, the sex within this relationship, it's mm. definitely the most exploratory I've ever been. Um, the most I've learned about myself as a sexual being. And I would say was explo- very exploratory with my ex as well, and that was yeah. the first time I really started my sexual exploration. Um, But in this, it's kind of this space where um, even if we don't have sex that much, when we do have sex, it's like uh, there's just like all this time and space and trust Mm. to be able to explore isn't that what play is isn't that what like, ludos it's play as well it's yeah. yeah exactly yeah. and um going back to crying as well yes i did mention this earlier but i was because it is like the first time it happened i was like whoa whenever i have a vaginal orgasm yeah. which doesn't happen that much mm-hmm. but when it does and it's happened obviously more times with my partner than it has with anybody else yeah it's it's just that moment of like it, it's like such a release mm. that i just I just start crying yeah. and, it is, and, it's, and it's just this thing where it's just like oh no you're crying and I'm like it, it was just so great <laughs> it's just like, but it is this thing, the fact that someone could like bring out that feeling bring that out and yeah. spend that much time on me and the fact that we could connect so deeply mm. literally literally so deeply yes um, <laughs> is um overwhelming yeah and amazing yeah. to me that it just yes it just like brings out that reaction of yeah. crying. And and the fact that I can cry with him is also a sense of like the yes. trust and love, I think. Yeah. yeah as well. That's yes. lovely. Yes. Yeah, this is the only episode where I'll talk about, oh my God, my relationship is so great. <laughs> <laughs> because all the rest of us can stop feeling jealous. And if you are, yeah. <laughs> we point you back to episode J. Yes, exactly. Uh, for advice on how to deal with that. If you've loved listening to us, uh, then please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you didn't love us I'm going to ugly cry. <laughs> Please don't make that happen. <laughs> yeah. um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A to Z with men. That's A-T-O-Z with men. Yes, please. We love a tweet. We and do. we're also and on Insta. Facebook and Insta. <laughs> we're also on Facebook. You can in- email us at uh, mm-hmm. as well at A-T-O-Z with men at gmail.com. That's A to Z with men at gmail.com. I did that the other way around. <laughs> No, no, please get in touch. We would really love to hear from you and let us know if you fell madly in love with anything you heard in this Mm. episode or if you have any of your own thoughts on love and sex. Or if you think we missed something and we would be heartbroken to have missed something. Yes. But we are in total philia. Of Mm -hmm. course, that's friendly love, by the way, to hear from you. (laughs) And um, yes, until next time. (laughs) Goodbye. And thanks very much for listening. Just talk louder. Just Feel talk really louder. Loud. Okay. okay, now we can see yeah, something. Yeah, we have an animated conversation. Animated conversation. <laughs> Boop. All you need is love. All you need is love. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I didn't know. Know. <laughs> I didn't. Boop. Love. Oh, <laughs>
Love, in case you didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love. You've said the word enough times by this point. If you yeah. haven't got it, then... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Raphael's doing something amazing with his hair. He's just, like, <laughs> lifting it up and looking all sexy and sensual. He's like, oh, love. Is that what that was? Okay, cool. Boop. So just playing with a bit of tissue. That's fine. That's it. That's fine. Um, boop. I'm ethereal. I'm like, um, what's his name from WandaVision? Oh, we haven't Vision. seen WandaVision yet. It's oh, Vision from WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've, only, I haven't, I've seen literally the first five minutes of the first episode. Okay, I need okay. to watch more of it. All right, yeah. Um, I'm borrowing my cousin's Disney Plus. Tell no one. Um, oh, I have Disney... No, I don't. My brother's Disney Plus. But I have, I, I have access. It's very exciting. Right, okay. this Sorry, this is so really relevant. relevant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> riveting. <laughs> Who else has Disney Plus? Write in. Tell us. Ages with them at gmail.com. I'm also looking for Now TV. So yes. no, 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 no. Please lend us your subscriptions. We are poor. Oh my God. Um, right, okay. Anyway, 